This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm ready to get to you, present to you right now, yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you may have missed with a little added context here and there. Eight stories for you to get into today, stories from yesterday, if you will, that were vetted by you, curated by me, including if you're watching a video in a teaser graphic, you see the cast at back in their glory days of Ned Declassified. Well, that cast is now doing a podcast and doing very, 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 very naughty things in bringing back the old show's ideas. We'll get to that in just a bit. But let's get into uh, essentially the whole news kit and caboodle, if you will, and allow you a chance to help us out. We'll explain the vetting process in just a bit and how you can get some fun stuff as well. Spoiler alert, hang on to the end and we've got fun stuff. And we're going to be a little long today. We're warning you all week long. This is Black Friday week. This is Thanksgiving week. And so we have to sell extra things to make sure we're keeping the literal lights on, the new lights we have in here. So stick around for that. A little extra long with extra added ads. So stick with that. In the meantime, as we said, go to our website. This is the conversationproject.com for more details on how we do this every single day for those less chatter, except when we do more ads, and just find out how things work out. In the meantime, let's get into today. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. This is the news headlines, eight of them that were vetted by you, curated by me for today's broadcast. Starting off with, right off the bat, fans are reacting to Ned's declassified stars revealing which shocking sexual acts they tried multiple times. So there's a new podcast because all the old shows must have a podcast. All of them must have a podcast to explain the nostalgia. It's just the way things are. And for kids, teens, tweens, uh, those age who were in love with Ned declassified and how wholesome and sweet those kids were, well, we know they have the whole wholesome and sweet basic thing as part of their act because part of what was happening were the stars of the show, specifically Lindsay Shaw and Devin Werkheiser, uh, were talking about some intimate relationship things and trying to figure out which ones they could remember. And it got a little weird, got a little um, um, just kind of awkward uh, discussing the things. And we're not going to say the letters this time, but they are letters that are pretty easy to say uh as you can think about this one this story has been mucking around for a couple days and we got it into our feeds and stuff a couple days ago and you've been talking about it we actually put up a quick uh youtube uh tiktok thing on this one and got some big responses to this one but guess what the stars the young teens from back in the day it wasn't just a young Jamie Lynn Spears who was a little naughty on the sets of these things because apparently Ned's Declassified was a bit of a rompous room itself or rompous car in some cases. You can go check out the story and get the full details if you choose. I-10 freeway in Los Angeles reopened. Search for person of interest and in fire continues. Cal Fire officials said the fire was arson. Released photos of a person of interest sought in alleged arson, but the I-10 freeway opening up within about a week and a half or so, as opposed to the weeks and maybe months they expected to, to deal with it. One, they thought they are going to have to basically just build a brand new freeway, and that was not the case. They were able to shore up the damage from what was there and just overbuild it, for lack of a better term. But the fire broke out underneath the I-10 freeway and spread about six football fields before it was put out. Uh, six people living underneath the highways were evacuated to shelters. 250-person uh, crew actually had to take care of of working to get things back up and going. And this, of course, is scuttling a actual effort to lease the land that's under the freeway to some other private business to just because it's just land sitting there. But we do know the freeway is open. It's been running for a day. So far, no serious issues. Serious issues for lovers of claymation animation because Armin Animation Studio is running out of plastique. 
plastine. I can't say that right. Plastikine. Uh, essentially, it's the clay that people use for claymation type animation. And the company, the Ed Studios that brought you Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run are having issues. They have enough clay to finish one more show, which is um, Chicken Run, actually they finished Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget. Uh, they have another uh, movie in development right now they can finish. After that, they're literally done. They don't have the clay, the materials to do this. This is not us running out of oil, but you know, it's akin to this because it is a resource that is obviously not renewable or not as easy renewable, so they must find something else to do their actual work with. We'll see how this affects the studio and any further movie releases going forward. Microsoft open, hires OpenAI founders to lead research team after ChatGPT makers shakeup. This is an interesting and of a developing story because number one, Microsoft is the highest is, is the biggest supporter, the biggest uh, funder for OpenAI on the open market. It's not just a fear of uh, nonprofit. They do get money from corporate sponsors. Microsoft, one of the largest corporate sponsors. OpenAI actually fired its CEO and former president, Greg Brockman. Um, and it also um, had many people leave the company. In fact, many people tend to leave the company because they fired the CEO. What happened was Microsoft scooped up the head people from OpenAI to work on another AI project to, on their own special stuff. Here's where it gets interesting. There are a couple things coming up. Now we'll talk about it going forward, but they're leaving the door open for actual the return of the CEO back to OpenAI because of all the sort of kerfuffle that's happening there. We'll also talk deeper about that one. This will come back to to haunt us, if you will, in this actual newscast. So we'll bring more of that back as well. But for right now, the the founder and CEO the head of OpenAI was fired over the weekend by the board and then within about two, three hours was hired by Microsoft for this other project, another AI project. And right now there's some shuffle that may send them back to OpenAI. We shall see. We shall really see because like I said, we'll get more stuff there. Oh, the guy running OpenAI for the moment is the guy from Twitch. I'm not sure that mean, makes, means anything, but it, it just happens to be. NBC sets premiere dates for Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. The Chicago night for NBC is back. It's going to come back to us officially January 17th. And this is known because, yes, we have actors, we have writers. They can start working on things. So they're catching up to the series and to the seasons for things. Uh, extended seasons, longer seasons. We'll see if they'll be extended or shorter. But obviously the start of the season for this show, which would have started in the fall, started a few weeks ago, happening in January because now we have writers and people back in the day. So your Chicago Nights, Chicago Tuesdays, I believe it is, is back for your NBC. David Horowitz's group that helped launch Candace Owens' career cuts the ties with her over Israel's stance. This is an interesting, um, very interesting um, kind of development. Uh, David Horowitz is 84 years old, and he's a former left-wing radical who later became a conservative writer. So he went from one side to the other. He's an activist. He's an author. He's done all this thing for both sides, and definitely on the right for what he's preaching right now. Uh, his nonprofit is basically mad at Candace Owens because she has been obsessed with her own fame, which I've been seeing for a while, and is riding the backlash by playing the victim to generate more fame and money, which I've said for a while. I've also said I wanted to give Candace a hug and then decided, no, she's just way too much. Now, the Freedom Center supported um, Candace Owen and actually helped her get her big kick start off. But now that she's saying what she's saying on the Israel conflict, David Horowitz is kind of like, 
yeah, we're going to back off this thing. Now, we already know that Owens is beefing with um, her, her boss, in a sense, at, at, at Daily Caller, uh, going back and forth uh, because um, she's saying things that aren't exactly, aren't exactly falling in line with the actual, you know, the program, if you will. But uh, they have said she's not being fired there because she's paid for her opinion. She's getting her opinion. She's very popular. Of course, she's also a lightning rod for who she is, how she got there, and what exactly she's saying and who she is and how she got there makes a difference in why she's a lightning rod for what exactly she's saying. We will see how this starts off. She, of course, started off as doing satirical videos. Of course, she actually started off back in the day with some weird lawsuits on things that seems like it, it, it would not have played this way. Um, she got an email from Dave Horowitz inviting um, her to a conference with them. And then she sort of blew up there and got into the big conservative sphere of entertainment and commentary. Where she goes from here... We shall see. Many a commentator have blown up in the worst times at worst places. This may be her time. Supreme Court declines to appeal for Derek Chauvin in murder of George Floyd, which means Derek Chauvin will stay in jail for the murder of George Floyd. Plain and simple. Sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison for violating Floyd's civil rights, but is now seeking to overturn his conviction on the federal charge. At this point, not quite done. Porn star Ron Jeremy accused of rape to be released to private residence. The 70-year-old porn star is now um, coming home or going home to basically house arrest. He entered a non-guilty plea after grand jury indicted him over 30 counts of sexual assault. Uh, because he's ill, he's very old and just can't really do very much, the court believes Ron Jeremy is too sick to really harm anyone, so they're going to send him home for house arrest for the rest of his, his life, essentially, at 70 years old. He was charged for allegedly sexually assaulting 21 women between 20 to 1990s and 2019, lured them into a small secluded space and sexually assaulted them. This is not his actual job of being the you know, Ron Jeremy, the porn star. This is him just being creepy Ron Jeremy um, with all the stuff we had sexually wise today. We hope we don't lose uh, any. Well, we don't have any monetation. We don't get any um, any strikes against us. But it's kind of been one of those days, one of those days where some of these stories finally caught up to us. They were interesting. They were engaging. You guys wanted to talk about them, and now we have a chance to put them on here on this Tuesday of Thanksgiving. So thanks for that. For our apologies, errors, and omissions, um, we, we had we had some gaffes yesterday, and I can't, I'm, I'm so kind of wound up, I can't even think of what they are again. So, uh, oh, I know it is. I confused Appalachian State with um, James Madison in uh, some things that's promotional stuff. So James Madison lost a game uh, last weekend against Appalachian State, so they probably won't get a chance to play for a national championship. They probably weren't anyway because the courts are going to keep them out, but... That was the biggest mistake we had. Other things, flubs that happened. What we're not talking about, our mission for the day, is Wells Fargo workers at two U.S. branches of the bank launch efforts to unionize. The summer that's going into the fall, it's going into the winter of unionization, the winter of strikes is happening as we're going to see whether Wells Fargo can unionize some bank branches and what happens from there. Our teaser story from right now, we told you AI, OpenAI will be back, and they are back, not so much with a vengeance, but back for uh, more talks, because uh, right now we're seeing an effort by the actual investors to sue the board over the ousting of the CEO, because it was all sort of weird. There was no real explanation to why he was ousted, other than the fact that he was essentially being kind of loose with some information and not exactly being on the 
board side with how they want to limit the effects of open AI. Essentially, um, the guy actually wants more openness, but is doing all the we're, we're afraid of it talk that, that they are doing right now. But uh, he wants to do more stuff with it, which is why there's a big old expansion of the, the uses of open AI that came out that last couple of days. But there are some issues and there's no real explanation. We will go deeper in detail this one if you want to. If you decide this story is worthy, go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. If this story is big enough for you, there's other stories out there. This one should be out there now by the time you see this or hear this recording. Uh, check it out. Like them, love them, hate them, share them. Those being the links we put in our feeds every 50 minutes. You pick the stories we talk about. So the higher the engagement score that we get, better chance we have of talking about this one. Top 15 stories for today on Tuesday. Get a shot to be one of the eight stories we pick for Wednesday's show. It works like that. Check out the feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what we're chatting up. Also, let us know if you enjoy our sponsors. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com slash sponsors and visit all our sponsors. Today, we're highlighting two. First one is Zenny Optical. Zenny Optical is helping me see things today, literally as the glasses I wear came from Zenny Optical and they've got them from Zenny Optical for about a decade. They're going to offer you great glasses at a great price. Very great price. Great lenses. Great frames. All great. Great sports glasses, great glasses that go dark when you go outside, great glasses that block the Blu-rays from your computers and your devices, great glasses that work great for your sports stuff, goggles, things like that, and sunglasses, just flat out sunglasses. They're all great. Men, women, and children get great glasses for a low price. You don't have to pay $100 just to get to send glasses back. Just pay for what you want. If you don't like them, just send them back. It's that simple. Check them out at our affiliate link, This. Is a conversationproject.com slash zenny. This is a conversationproject.com slash zenny, Z E N N I for Zenny Optical. They will be your new favorite eyeglass company. If I don't know if you actually had one before, but you will have one now because they'll give you great frames, great lenses, great glasses for a great price. And if you're like me and lose them, you can buy extra pairs and not be out as much money because great frames, great glasses, great lenses, great price. Check them out for Zenny Optical. Conversation Project lives at thisisconversationproject.com. But first, I forgot what we're going to do next to ad. Let's talk about Mastering Your Money by Jay Cleveland Payne. Hey, that's me. I wrote a book. I've wrote a couple books over the last year trying to catch up on some things. And this one is pretty timely for the time because you're about to spend time with your family and you're going to fight about money. You're going to fight about money with your direct family, your, your distance family, your long-lost cousin. You're going to wonder how come they still are broke after putting that money in crypto and they hadn't figured out how to get out of it. This may be the talk, the gift, the thing for your Christmas stockings, or just something to set yourself up so you're not in the same boat. Mastering Your Money is a very simple book that helps you master your money. Now is the time to figure out how to get your money right. Very simple steps, very simple tips to get you going forward. Things that aren't hard to do, things you probably have heard many times before, just maybe in a slightly different order, and a case where it's not yelling at you and just kind of beating you down to say, hey, dummy, do this. It's saying, Hey, not so dummy. Hey, guy who has issue. Hey, guy who really wants to get better. Let's get better together. These are things that I have tried to um, implement, implement into my life and my money classes. And of course, my wife and I are working together to work on ourselves. So look for Massing Your Money where your books are sold, specifically Amazon, because that's where they were published via the Kindle podcasting thing. Uh, Black Friday deals for these as well. Oh, Black Friday deals for Zenny Optical as well. So save more money on your glasses, save more money on your books. Help me out keeping the lights on around here. Now, 
let's talk about the conversation project specifically homed at this is the conversation project.com the house the home the online bed being place for our conversation project you know about the feeds they live on facebook and twitter so follow them to let, tell us what to talk about you know about our email address if you don't it's the it's the conversation inbox the conversation inbox at gmail.com so you can tell us what we can do to work to improve and make things better and not as worse you go to our website and see all the past things we've done all the future things we're going to do and links to our sponsors and our partnerships page if you want to help us do better stuff check out our partnerships page and see if there's ways we can connect directly to make things work out there in the meantime the free stuff is awesome Check out our links on Facebook and Twitter. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and let us know those things as well. Those help run the show. But if you want to help us with a little bit more extra support, we're not going to say no. And we have plenty of ways to help you help us. So we're glad for that. Thank you very much in advance. Let's get to the fun stuff for today. We always have fun stuff after every single one of these stuff. We always begin with birthdays. Starting off with Troy Aikman at 57 years old on the day. To be honest, Troy Aikman wasn't the most funnest name out there, but he was the shortest. So Troy Aikman is 57 years old. Part of the group, the partnership of Aikman and Buck being um, Joe Buck, um, son of Jack Buck. Uh, the legendary, they are kind of legendary um, broadcasters right now, went off the regular TV and went to Amazon Prime. They're still doing well. They're still making checks. They're still like drawing, drawing in people for the show, the 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 Thursday night football that I guess nobody really watches. No, I'm sorry. They're they're Monday night football. Are they Thursday night football? Are they Monday night football? I've forgotten. I can't keep up with Troy Aikman or Joe Buck. Guess what? They're not doing the Super Bowl anymore. They're not doing the World Series anymore. That much I know. Troy Aikman, 57 years old on the day. Sorry, Troy. 1980 is our date for history. Back in this day on the 21st of November. The Dallas episode Who Done It, which was the fourth episode of the season, aired on U.S. television. It was one of the highest rated episodes a TV show ever aired. Any TV show ever aired. This was the answer to Who Shot JR. I believe it was Lucy Coe. I didn't pull that up in the notes, but I think Lucy actually shot JR. Uh, the, the, the fun fact about the, this one, essentially because they wanted to throw everybody off the scene and see what was going on, they basically had everybody on the cast, including a couple of the people, just kind of the stand-ins and stuntmen and, and craft foods folks. Just everybody had a chance to shoot a scene of them firing off the gun that shot JR in Dallas one of the biggest TV shows of all time. And of course, this one of the biggest episodes finding out who actually did it. Like I said, I think Lucy Coe did it, but it's been, a, you know, 40 years. So there you go. Today, we celebrate World Hello Today. World Hello Day. Today is a interesting day that we have on the books. It began as a celebration to, uh, to, to talk about the, the response to the conflict between Egypt and Israel back in the fall of 1973 so this thing has been literally 50 years old this is the 50th anniversary of this since then world hello day has been observed by people in 180 countries people around the world use this occasion of world hello day as an opportunity to express their concern for world peace beginning with a simple greeting on world hello day a hello uh just saying hello to people that you may or may not uh speak to in most time opening up with a hello is a great way to open up any sort of conversation and a way to get into a beginning to an end of conflicts 
with Israel in the middle of conflict right now, with Ukraine and a conflict right now, with many places with conflicts right now, a hello, a simple greeting to open up a conversation is something a lot of us could have more of right now. And if you're beefing with somebody right now, a hello could help you out there as well. With that, I'm going to say goodbye, actually, because we're done for today. Tuesday, November 21st edition of Things from Advert is now wrapped up for uh, all consumption. Thank you so much for being with us for the show today. Um, on this week of Thanksgiving, this is the Tuesday. We're going to be here all week. We're going to be here all week, and we'll probably have a sh something, probably a little late push for the weekly wrap-up, if you will, just sort of producing out loud uh, going forward. But we're going to do this all week to because um, we enjoy it. We have a little extra time to do some things. We're going to play around with some stuff. So if you see it in the latter parts of this week, let me know what's working, what's not working, so we can do the best to do better with it or do less bad with it. Make sure you're staying limber and hydrated on task because you got a lot of eating to do. That's a lot of work this week. You got a lot of that to do. Got to suffer that. You may have to, you know, do a little bit of tipsy drinking a little bit because, you know, the family's around. You know, you're trying to keep up with your drunk uncle. Uh, trust me, you can't. Uh, so you, you may have to do like that. Make sure you're definitely hydrated for that stuff because that's going to draw you out. And dehydrate, dehydrate you pretty quickly. Let's do this again tomorrow. Wednesday edition of Things About Her is coming up with eight stories that you will vet. I will curate it. Go to our feeds. Working that right now. And we're working on it right now. So let's get into it. We'll talk about this stuff, all this great news stuff happening for your Tuesday. So, so what's a dead, dead news week? We'll have stories for you. We'll figure it out for your Wednesday.